What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hi there. Welcome back. Hope you're having an amazing week, an amazing start to fall. I really like fall. It's one of my favorites. Actually, you know, I like all the seasons, but I guess I'm just very aware of the things I like about fall. (laughs) It's funny, as you catch yourself, you're like, oh, actually, I really like spring and I kind of like winter. (laughs) Yeah, so I hope you're having lots of fun. We've been doing a lot of activities with pumpkins. And so we bought these white pumpkins and the girls painted them, which was actually really cool because they look very different on a white pumpkin. And then we were over at my sister-in-law's and she had those, you know at Cracker Barrel, have they have that little game where they put the little pokey pegs in them, like the wooden peg thing? Well, the kids were like hammering those into the pumpkin with um, like a, you know, a rubber mallet hammer. And I thought that's such a fun activity. And then my husband and my five-year-old carved a pumpkin last night and it's got the cutest little face. And then they put glow sticks inside of it. Oh my gosh. So lots of pumpkin activities, lots of pumpkin painting going on here and just embracing the pumpkinness of fall. I hope you guys are too. So today's episode, oh, I'm excited. It's a good one because it's, it's, it's nobody, you know, here's what I'm trying to tell you. Nobody else thinks like this. <laughs> nobody teaches us to think this way. And it's like, as I was writing out this content, I was like, ooh, yes. I can't wait to give this to you. So I, I kind of waffled on the, the title because <laughs> I always, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. But here, here's what we're going to talk about today. Date versus result-based goals. Now, what that actually means is so often when somebody sets a goal, what they do is they get to the date that they set the goal for and then they quit. Right? Do you do that? (laughs) If you do, great. I'm glad that you are listening to today's podcast because it's going to break your brain. And that is not the way to do goals, okay? Versus what is the opposite of that? It's deciding the result you are creating and focusing on that. So we're going to talk about this. I love the way that I have thought about this and that I get to present it to you. So here we go. So why do we want to even think about goals, I always want to put this in context because goals are not here to obsess about. They are not here as like the thing you beat yourself up about. They aren't here to feel bad about. A goal, the reason we want to have goals is because in order to build a consistently growing business, you have to set and hit goals. Now, that doesn't mean you have to become some goal robot. And I know, I mean, I'm not. I love goals. I think they're super fun. But it's because of how I think about them. 
And the way that I think about them is what has helped me double my business every year. Feeling not not awful. They definitely still feel the 50-50 of life. But feeling in control of my results. Feeling um, slow. Feeling peaceful. Feeling like I do it all because I want to and it's enjoyable rather than that pressure and hustle and worry and um, anxiousness. So, so let me help you rethink about them. Goals. <laughs> so often when people think about the date, well, here's, here's what people do. They say, okay, it's the first of the month. I want to sign five clients this month. So right, essentially what they're saying is five clients by the last day of the month. And then they let the days of the month change how they think. You've probably had this happen. I know that I have, right? The first day of the month, your brain's like, woohoo, we can do everything. The world is beautiful. Everything is wonderful. I can totally do this. I have plenty of time. And then around, for me, I think it was like the seventh of the month and then the 15th and then the 27th. My brain was like, I don't know. Time's running out. (laughs) Probably not going to work. And so as the date passes, your brain, but notice where your brain is focused on when it's thinking about the date. It's focused on the date, not the result. But the reason that we have the specifics of a goal is to give your brain focus. You're teaching your brain to focus in a way that's going to create you money. And so you're giving your brain a profitable focus. When you have a goal, I want you to imagine a goal is just an imaginary boundary to give you direction and focus. Imaginary boundary. That means you can't stumble over it and get hurt. You can't fail. Although, you know, it's, it's okay to think about failing too. But, right, like the goal is just an imaginary boundary there to help you. It's there to help you focus because that imaginary boundary, I'm just going to make it a box. When you're outside of the imaginary boundary, that's when you're wandering off to do other things. You're working on your website. You're believing that the the words on your website are what are causing people not to book calls. When you are off listening to another podcast because you're, you're believing that you just need to know something more or because you're believing that, you know, you're going to get your inspiration and excitement from that person hyping you up. When you're off and, um, man, maybe you're just like getting another cup of tea because you feel bad in your business and you're trying to like distract your brain, right? You're outside of the bounds, the imaginary focus of what you do to create your result. So a goal is there to give you an imaginary guide, right? It's there to serve you and your focus. Here's the other thing that this this goal and the date do for you is it gives you boundaries to measure with. When you have a specific goal by a specific date, you can measure if your focus was profitable. Now, right, you get to the end of the date, you look at your number and you're like, did I create the number? And now you can say, okay, why not? Or why? And that allows you to always know how you create your results. We'll talk more about that later. So we have date-based 
and we have result-based. And right, the date isn't there to stop at. The date is only there to be an imaginary guide for your brain to hit your goal. I'm going to share what focusing on the result looks like. But before I do, I want to make sure that we cover what focusing on a date looks like. Like, it's not even what it looks like, but it's the impact of it. Because likely you've been experiencing this impact and you've been blaming it on goals. You've been like, oh, it's because goals are awful. It's because I suck at goals. It's because whatever, right? The impact of, of focusing on the, the date for a goal is that you create a sense of failing to hit your goals with yourself. When you focus on the date, you create this like starting over mentality, right? It's like this idea of like, oh, I'm always in the same place. I'm never getting any further ahead. And then you start to dread the calendar because you make it mean something, right? Time is running out. I'm like, I'm never going to hit it, right? All the thoughts your brain actually already brings up, they are all triggered by the calendar. But you actually want that to happen. You want your brain to be triggered like that so that you can see it and clean it up. But most people don't because they don't know that the brain has three outputs. And so they don't know to be watching all three of those. What are the three outputs? It's your thoughts, it's your feelings, and your actions. Most people are only watching their action. And so when their brain is is freaking out over the dates in a month, that is the thought output. And they aren't catching that like, oh... That is actually just something I needed to clean up to balance myself to be more consistent. The other thing that focusing on a date does is that it creates a space where people start to beat themselves up. They start to be mean to themselves. They start to make that failure mean something about them personally, as well as about where they're going and what they're creating in their business. But you don't want that, obviously, right? It feels awful (laughs) and it doesn't serve you. It doesn't help you create the results you want, okay? So the default that most people are going to do is that they're going to set a goal. And that goal is going to sound like five clients in 30 days. And what most people are going to do is is that they're going to get closer and closer to that and their brain is going to freak out. And maybe what they'll do is they'll adjust the goal, they'll lower it, they'll stop doing it, they'll stop focusing on it, they'll whatever, Or they'll get to the date and then they'll be like, oh, didn't hit it. And then they'll hurry up and set another goal and rush past. But that's not what I'm going to teach you to do in today's episode. But I wanted to make sure to cover that because I want you to hear, is that you? Because when the brain hears and it's like, oh yeah, that's me. That's one of the very first ways that it begins to shift. So now I want to talk to you about what is it going to look like? How will it look different when you're focused on a result instead of like the boundary line, right? Because even focusing on the date's not quite right. It's, it's almost like you're focusing on the imaginary boundary when you combine the goal and the date. But instead, we're not focused on the imaginary boundary. We're focused on the result we create and the imaginary boundary is there to serve us. So I've broken this down into four, four parts, Right? Like how you would behave differently when you're focused on a result. So the very first one 
is that you are going to imagine your people existing and you're going to put that existingness of them in context to your bigger goal. Now, you could do this in terms of yearly goals. You could also do this in, in just in context of um, how many one-on-one clients you want to work with. So for example, if you know your goal this month is to sign five clients in the 30 days of the month and say you have 20 one-on-one spots you want to fill and let's just keep filling in this imaginary example, 10 are already filled. So when we think about, when you focus on a result over the imaginary lines that give you the the guidance or the structure, what you do is you focus on, I have 20 spots to fill. This month, I'm going to fill 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15. And I actually have this giant sticky note. I write down the numbers and I fill in the names. That way I can, I'm right, I'm like creating a visual And I have that, um, I don't know, that, what's that called? Uh, Gratification, right? When you fill in the name and you're like, yeah, right? So it's like you're thinking in terms of your bigger goal. So the first thing when you're focused on a goal is your, your, your goal has both the immediate, right? Five people this month, but it has context to something bigger, And I know for me, I set a three-year goal. I did it though at the end of my first 100K year. And I think that makes a difference because your brain is going to be different. So this first goal, it might be 20 one-on-one clients, but it, it might just be 100K. And so when you think about setting a goal for this month, that might be, okay, five clients of my 20 client goal, or it might be, I want to create $5,000 because it's going to be part of my first 100K, or I want to create 15,000, whatever that number is, right? But it's like the number is a part of the bigger goal. And then you imagine those people existing. So I love money. And I love thinking about the client. So you're going to just play with which one of those works better for you at any given time. Maybe even play with rotating back and forth between them. It's fun too. And so the first part of focusing on your result is that you think about your people existing and you put it in context to the short-term goal and the long-term goal. The second thing that you do inside of focusing on the result instead of the imaginary boundaries is that you speak only to your person, right? So when you think about there are 20 lines on your paper and you're like, okay, 10 of them are full, but you're actually picturing and imagining, okay, who's going to fill this number 11 spot? And then you start to think very sharp, profitably focused thoughts. And you're thinking things like, why do they want to work with me? Who are they? What's going to be different in their life when they do work with me? What exactly is happening in their life right now? Why do they want to work with me on this? And instead of talking to every random person on social media, right? Because social media can create that, that sense that, like, that your people don't exist because there's so many people who do exist and they're very ready to tell you they exist. But when you look at the lines on a paper... And you're like, number 11, I don't know who this person is. I don't, right? Like, I I think I shared this in another podcast. Like, I picture the chairs in my room. 
So if your goal is five, you picture there are five chairs in your room. And maybe you've already signed one of those clients. And so like Jeopardy, you imagine the chair turning, or maybe it's not Jeopardy, it's I think it's the voice. The chair churns and you get to see the face of the person. But before you could see that face of that person, you knew that there was some, you just get that certainty. There is somebody in that chair. That chair churns because I speak to them. Because I am the person that creates that result of that chair churning. Because I know who they are. I can help them with your belief, with your believing that they're even there. right? Because if you don't believe that somebody's in that chair, you know what you're going to do? You're going to start focusing on random stuff. Like, oh, I better go do another training or I should go and tweak my app, right? Like, it's not that there's a problem with any of those stuff, but your focus isn't on that chair. And again, not obsessively. There are different ways to feel as you create your results. One of them might be obsessive, pressure, anxious, frantic. You cannot speak to your people asking yourself these questions from that emotional state. You have to be enjoying your business. You have to love what you do. You have to love your people. You have to love their mind. You have to love the process that they go through to get to where they want to be, right? There's a different set of emotions you feel when you speak to your person in a profitable way. So the second part of having a goal is you speak to your person, The third part of having a result-based goal is that you know how to keep your own mind balanced. Because when you think of it in in context of like 20 clients, that's where you're, you're keeping your brain balanced to the 20, not to the five this month. Although you'll play back and forth between the five this month and the 20. But it's really like you're creating that basis of thinking of yourself as a coach who has 20 clients. How do I think as a coach who has 20 clients? How do I feel about my clients? What do I think about my schedule? What do I think about my time? What do I think about my business? All of those things. And so your mind will invite you to to think something like, well, I mean, it's the 23rd. I don't know if we're going to ever fill these spots. This will probably never happen. And then when you're balancing your mind, right, when you are watching it, the outputs of your mind, thoughts, feelings, and actions, you're watching the outputs of your brain and you're like, wait a minute, my mind is questioning if I will ever fill spot 15 and 16 by the date, but no matter what, I fill spot 15 and 16. So I can do it feeling pressure or I can do it having fun, loving my business and loving what I do. I always think about driving somewhere when you're late. You can do the exact same drive that's going to take the exact same amount of time. And you can do it feeling anxious and worried and panicky. Or you can do it feeling like happy and (laughs) present and maybe not even happy, right? Sometimes you genuinely are a little bit grumpy, but you're just like staying present with it where you're like, you know what? I don't have to feel anxious. I can just be here in this moment. I can just be driving stoplight to stoplight. I can be listening to my children. I can be singing along. I can be listening to the radio scan, whatever. So it's like when you're balancing who you are based on the results you are creating, you know where to take your brain to build it. 
right? You're building the brain of the person who has 20 clients. What does that mean, right? You're building the, the way of their thinking. Because the person who has 21 on clients, you know what's going to happen to them? Um, somebody on that list is going to end their package. But the coach who has 21 on clients, they aren't like, oh my gosh, I'm falling behind. This is never going to work. It's just a downhill or, you know, like, like it's never, it's like, they're like, no, okay, yeah. That's just, you know, that's how it goes. It's part of business. So you're building the mind. You know where to build the mind of. And you can watch to clean up the stuff of where your brain freaks out. And you know, okay, I do not want to keep my brain freaking out because of the date. So okay, I'm going to clean that up. Not necessarily just for me, but for future me too. So when you're result focused, you know where to keep and watch your mind and how to build it and clean it up as necessary. And then the fourth and final part, when you're focused on a result instead of the imaginary like guidelines to help you focus, right? Date and goal. You focus on the date as a deadline. And so often I see people who they either, right? They either scrap the goal or they just rush right through it. And so if I don't tell you this step, you, you won't actually, your brain will be like, yeah, but what do we do? <laughs> and so when you are thinking back to that goal and that date, give you imaginary boundaries so that you can measure, then when you get to the end of your goal. Now, I want to make sure to say this because sometimes what you guys do is you're like, by the 31st, I want to have signed five clients. But if the 31st is a Sunday, it, are you working on Saturday and Sunday? First of all, stop. give your brain some rest and so maybe set your deadline of your goal by Friday maybe it's even at 3 p.m if you're going to work till 5 p.m on a Friday maybe you only work till 4 give yourself an hour to learn from yourself so what happens is is it's Friday at 3 p.m you are your job is to believe until Friday at 3 p.m It's to focus on how do I create this result by this deadline? What do I need to be thinking? How do I need to be speaking to them? And sometimes it's just not doing anything. It's just believing. It's possible. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't get to know the how. I don't need to know the how. What I know is is that what I've done, it's possible it can create the results. And I'm choosing to believe that it will. Right? The person who can think those thoughts, they aren't thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not going to hit this goal. I never hit my goals. Uh, I don't know what else to do. What else can I do? And that becomes the like franticness. So you have your deadline to stop and learn. Your job is to believe you hit your goal until that time. Of course, your brain is going to doubt and question that before. That's part of what you clean up as necessary in step three. So you get to the deadline. You either hit the goal or you didn't. Right? There's no, it's not a big deal. There is no reason to beat yourself up. There is no reason to make it mean something about you or what you're you're capable of in your business. You either hit the goal or you didn't. And in that moment, in that next hour, that's when you stop and learn. If you hit your goal, even if you didn't, right? If you hit three out of five, how did I create those clients? And you just become curious. Now you have to base it on the outputs of the mind. 
Because if you only base it on action, it's when people are only focused on the out, like the one output of the mind of action, that they feel like it was a fluke, when they feel like it was luck, when they feel like it was out of their control. That's why your results seem inconsistent because you're only looking at one output of the mind, most people. And so when you're looking at all three outputs of the mind and you're like, how did I create this result? There are no flukes. You're able to identify, even if somebody promoted you on their podcast, even if it was a referral, you were able to take your mind and identify exactly how you created that client. Now, when I say words like exactly, you might think 100% certainty. No, you could be 80% certain. 80% certain is fantastic. It's way better than 80% uncertain. So I want you to create that certainty for yourself and when you stop and learn. Because when you sit there and you're like, how did I create the results I created? You know what your brain isn't doing? It's not focused on those other two. It's not, because that's what the brain does. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, I created three, but I didn't create the two. I want to go over there and like beat myself up and try and figure that out and wallow and get back to work. No, you have to teach yourself to bask in what you created. And when you're stopping and learning from yourself, it's learning how you created a result and how you didn't create a result. Curiously. One of the fun ways you can do this outside of your business, because sometimes we have to like, we have to do the same stuff, but in a different part of our life to teach our brain, oh, this is the same. So if you went and weighed yourself, there's going to be a number that comes up. I want you to think about how did I create that number, right? Because if the number is exactly what you want it to be, you might be able to think back and say, yeah, I know how I created that number. I made this choice. I made this choice. I built these set of habits. I repeated them. I had this opportunity here, but I chose not to because I, it just felt so easy not to. Or if the number isn't something you love to see, you ask yourself, why? How did I create that result? And then your brain will think back and it'll be like, oh, yes, there was that and that and that and that. You teach your brain how to see how you create your results. Because if you don't teach your brain this, it will stay in the same cycle of, of society teaches us, which is it's luck. It's up to somebody else. It's just hard work. And so the fourth part of having a result-focused goal is that you stop and learn. You use that deadline to learn from yourself. Because if you're the person who's like, okay, I signed three of my five clients. I filled line 11, 12, and 13, right? You're zooming back out in that moment as you're learning and you're like, okay, I know how I created these three people. I know what helps me and I know what doesn't help me or what might not help me. I remember asking myself that question and I don't recommend waiting until the end of the month to do this because I did it. It was in November. I don't know, remember which year, but basically November of some year. And I didn't, man, I don't think I hit my goal, but I still made quite a bit of money, right? It was, it was probably more than 10,000. And I asked myself the question, like, why didn't I hit my goal or what? No, here's what I asked myself. I said, what might not have helped me? (laughs) And, and what my brain replied was, you kept thinking it wasn't working. And I just remember that like, oh, yes, 
because it was like a cloud all month long. Even though I had results, my mind had this like dark cloud of it's not working following me around all month long. Now it wasn't following me, right? I was choosing it. I wasn't doing step three, which was watching my brain and looking for stuff that seems like it's just true. And so you're using your your deadline as a way to serve you so that you can stop and see things that are working, things that aren't working, how you're creating your results, and then zooming back out to give yourself that context where you're like, okay, I filled these three spots. I know how I filled these three spots. I didn't fill these other two spots, but that's okay because I know how I filled these three spots. I can, I can replicate that. I can do that again. I can keep learning from myself. I'm going to fill all 20 of these spots, right? Taking your brain out to that bigger picture gives your mind that context. Okay, so let me just recap these four. When you're thinking in terms of a result, you don't stop because it's the date, right? The date doesn't cause you to stop except to stop and learn. You imagine your people existing and you put it in context of your bigger goal. You speak only to your person that fills that line. You are less distracted then by all the people of social media because you know who your person is that fills that line. You know how to balance your mind and you use it to to balance out to the person who has those 20 clients or the number goal and you clean it up as well. And the last thing is, is you use that goal and deadline to learn. You don't race through the goal to hurry up and get to the next one because your habit is to beat yourself up and to make failing a bad thing. Instead, you go slowly and you're like, yep, this is the stuff I want to learn because I don't want to repeat and I do want to repeat, (laughs) right? I want to repeat and I don't want to repeat. Therefore, I stop and learn. Okay, I am so happy that I get to bring you this episode because I think that when you listen to this one episode, it's going to make such a difference in you creating your results this month, in you building that consistently growing business. And that's what we're doing here. Okay. Have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.